0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: believe. Hey guys, today's episode uh, is the first one we've put up in a couple of weeks. Um, obviously, recent events have kind of changed the trajectory of what we, you know, we're planning on posting, which I am totally okay with. Um. Also, I don't think anyone here was necessarily missing our repeated attacks on Michael Jordan's lack of philanthropy now that he's donated $100 million. Um, that said, this episode was supposed to also feature um, a good friend of mine and policy expert, Christina Bedrosian. Um, uh, you can find her at Christina Arax on Instagram. I will put her information in the description below, but she had some great stuff to say, but being the novice that I am and trying to record this live via um, a Facebook live at the same time that we were doing this, didn't work out. So uh, Chris and my commentary is still um, all there because we went on, you know, once Christina got off, we went on for quite some time Taking questions um, about just generally what the protests mean, what it is to be um, a black person in America, and uh, yeah, answering the specific questions some of you guys had about allyship and about um, where to go from here. Uh, as we recorded this about a week ago, and then I got super busy literally protesting till I can't walk anymore. Today is my, like, day off. Uh, Some updates since then. Um, We got the word from Christina that um, Campaign Zero and the 8 Can't Wait campaign were great starting points, and they still are. But at this point, the movement is stronger than that even. And I would say that efforts to defund your local police are great. Um, and just to clarify, I think a lot of people are getting the, the idea of defunding the police conflated with, you know, ending all police. Um, I think we were all shocked to learn, at least I was last weekend when I was at city hall that the, the, uh, the police budget in Los Angeles is over $3 billion, Like what? That's just for one city. Granted, it's a big ass city, but $3 billion? I don't know what it is in Tokyo, but I guarantee it's nowhere fucking close. And so when we say defund, we say, okay, how much does it really cost to run the police? What are they spending this money on? And where can we better spend this money? We've been taking money from other initiatives this whole goddamn time three billion dollars annually this isn't over the course of 10 years is annually where can that money be better spent so many places holy shit so many places so yeah uh we're just gonna kick it off with that uh i just had to record this intro to let you know about christina also as a matter of uh, like a personal of impersonal importance while you're looking for organizations to donate to i know like Hey, it's been between COVID, this, uh, people not necessarily working or earning their normal income. I mean, you got to be exhausted when it comes to donating money. I mean, if you aren't, fucking great. Keep that energy going. But, you know, there's only so much you can give, um, and I get that. So I personally am all for efforts to... Um, find ways to um, support black business and personal to me is um, black art buy black art support black artists if there's a gallery near your house um ask them how could they can be helpful in in in... no let me rephrase that ask them which black artists they represent now hey you buying art is, is something you need to connect with it right so if they do have a black artist and maybe you don't like the art, it doesn't mean go buy something you don't like or won't want to um, show off or have a connection to, but a place should have enough black artists that you can find something that you connect to. And because all art is objective, there's the arts end up being the most uh, gate-kept spaces. And I mean that from fashion to comedy which you know we do improv at ucb i was on a very long and productive zoom call last night literally just about um the improv scene at specifically (laughs) upright citizens brigade right because even in that space things are gate kept and these things are and the things gatekeeping is one thing which is already kind of trash but gatekeeping in a way that um means that you have to appease a very standardized white sense of sensibilities in order to make it past that gate um is double trash so in any space that you consume art check that that isn't happening and that black people are being represented because I actually guarantee you'll like the art more all right this is like the longest and only intro I've ever done like this so hope you're not already bored uh, and here's Chris and I talking about race in America. I guess Chris, you know, I told Chris I came up with this idea to do this like late yesterday, and I told Chris, and he's like, "Oh, bet that I'm super with it." Yeah. Like, I think that's like actually, but he's like, "I bet that I'm super with it," and you know, I'm like, "Okay." exactly what I su- said. You're super with it. What, <laughs> oh, what was your first thought when I said do this? What was the first thing you're like, man, I can't wait to tell people about this?
0: Two things. One, this is what you should tell all of your racist family members, uh, extended friends, if they're still your friends for some reason, um, that racist uncle, any of that shit. It's like this simple. Would you want to be black? And if they have some goofy, funny response to that, would you want to be black interacting with a cop? You know the fucking answer to that question. So what are we talking about? It's it's really that simple. And then on top of that, it's not my responsibility to teach you how the system that benefits you is fucking me. I had to learn how the system was constructed, how I am looked in that system, how I... built the fucking system but have no benefits from it it's a simple it's a malcolm x quote of if you're a citizen why do you have to fight for your civil rights if you have to fight for your civil rights you're not a citizen
1: right right when you say that that's that's an interesting point you know people here know that i've lived in korea and one thing i always lamented there is that i uh and i loved 99 percent of my life there but you know, obviously I wasn't a citizen, I couldn't vote. And I felt like I lived there so long that like, I feel like I should have kind of power to help change that space. Um, And then I thought about like, I'm like, man, I I basically have as much power in America as I do in Korea. Like it's, it's pretty much the same. If anything, it's even without that power there, people aren't, um, there's not this history of, of racism and oppression. There's not police everywhere. It's I may not have the same power there, but I also don't need it as much there because yeah. my life isn't as um, affected. So uh, I thought that was a good point you just made. Um, yeah, but you have to keep in mind that, is is for the listeners, that there's, there's no one way to be black, there's no one way for a black person to respond to these things. Chris says it's not his responsibility. It isn't, it's also not mine. That doesn't mean that every person's going to be the same. I encourage people to ask questions, but if someone doesn't give it to you, don't be upset. Don't be confused. It's just, it's exhausting. It really is. I mean, part of the reason I wanted to do that, to do this is because I've gotten so many messages from people and not only do I kind of just hate responding to messages all the time, uh, but I just felt like it's a lot of the same questions. Um, so I'm going to answer one of the questions that I got that I feel like I get a lot, which is how do you feel about white people checking in on their black friends? So (laughs) this kind of relates to the messages that I would be getting, which is like, Hey man, I just want to let you know, like, man, I'm with you. I love you. Like, I just want to make sure you're good. If you need anything, I think on the whole, there's nothing wrong with it. I would also say that, like, it is a bit weird when it's people I don't know that well. Because I'm like, I'm obviously not going to check in with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. Like, he don't if, check if, in me normally, bro. Don't check in yeah, on me now. He kind of reminds <laughs> me of, like, that Dave Chappelle skit. He's like, oh, where's Ja Rule to help me sort through all this? Like, <laughs> there's no. There's no. Somebody go get Ja yeah, Rule. Yeah, so, somebody go help me, Ja. Uh, <laughs> But again, it's nice. But I think the other side of it is that there's people that I've spent time talking to on this issue, like face to face. Like we've shared these moments and you have not been receptive to them. And then you send me that message absent of any replaying of those moments. And now those does kind of piss me off. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Checking in if I'm OK. Like you've been bit known. I'm not OK this has not gone away. So, it feels a bit insulting when I get those, you know what I mean?
0: I agree with you, that's pretty much in the nail on the head. It's like, it's a combination of two things and there's a story that I wrote down that I wanna talk about um, of white fragility and the ease it is to uh, ignore a situation if it does not directly affect you. Uh, uh, This is an analogy I had to tell someone uh, when he asked me. I don't get the big uh, black and white thing when I was at a party. Uh, I blame 10% of that on cocaine uh, to give him (laughs) at least the courage to ask the fucking question. But... I, I, so something you like, nigga? You high? <laughs> you, don't, you don't get the I, black and white. I, I, I was <laughs> ready to snap on him. Luckily, my friend was there, and you know he was—he he had the uh, the Martin approach because I was about to get real Malcolm X Academy on his ass. But it, and taking it back and thinking about it, it would be this, okay? Um, witches were hunted throughout Germany, like most of Europe. And then they brought it over here, and they were also hunted here. Um, I don't know if you all know this, but magic doesn't fucking exist. So they were dumping all those people in the water. Uh, Okay, I'm sorry. My bad. You believe in crystals. Anyway. you believe in magic? (laughs) They were dumping all these people in the water. Do you know the test for if you were a witch? If you drown, then you weren't. If you come back out, then you're good. All right. Now, imagine that, except there's no add-in to the devil's magic. I literally am just, I have more pigment to my skin, but I'm treated the exact same way. I am witch-hunted by a program that was founded to hunt me down and bring me back like I was a fucking cattle. So, that's my fucking problem with the (laughs) black and white thing. That's the beginning of it. And then you extend upon that, expand, my bad, you know what? Because, you know, like uh, <laughs> like many people before me, I made sure to uh, learn the diction and, as my cousins say, talk white. Because uh, otherwise, it's easier to ignore the things we say.
1: Uh, that, wait, let me just expand on that real quick. I mentioned this in one of my stories, but even like every single thing I do communication wise was ingrained in me as being something that would help me survive this world. And part of that is like the survival side and part of that's the social side. There's so much more social cachet for me that I can choose to be as white facing as I want. And that. Is a problem because then you start to get cocky. I start to think I'm one of y'all sometimes. I start to think like, "Hey, I can just go walk on the same side of the street as somebody. Who's gonna care?" The answer is no. <laughs> that's the, that's one of the most heartbreaking parts for me is that I and I was telling uh I was telling Kelly the story last night, like in high school. I wanted so badly to be like everyone wants to fit in in high school. So let's not act like I'm special in that way but when you're one of three black people at a 3500 school kid school it your your social pressures are twofold yeah and the part about trying to be like and I reference this name I'm going to just say the name out I don't think anyone from my high school's here uh Bryce Romney it's just ironic that this is Mitt Romney's nephew I didn't know that at the time was our high school quarterback and I loved everything Dad about Bryce Romney. Like, I'm like, God, he wears his Adidas like a fucking, like he's a legend. Like he's, he's got his polo shirt and his cargo shorts. And I wanted to emulate that so bad because, and I, I, like, I remember there was another kid named like Hunter or something. I was with his parents and his parents were like, wow, Rod, you're like super articulate, man. You're way like. And it, like, oh, now the most that's, insulting it, thing now of that, all fucking time. Don't tell me I speak well, <laughs> motherfucker. But I'm saying like now, of course, that's an insult. But back then I was like, yeah, thank you. Like I'm, I'm trying. I agree. Yes. You know, I'm trying. And so all of, that's a long way to say that when these things don't work, either A, in dealing with the police or more importantly in dealing with you, when I use all these tools that I've learned about how to effectively communicate, how to say the right words, how to do the right thing, how to address everything else, and I tell you, man, I'm hurting, and you don't listen, that's buck-fucking-wild. That actually breaks my heart every time. That's why that CNN video, it wasn't the most egregious of the videos, the, guy, the CNN anchor that was arrested for, for basically nothing, but he said, why am I being arrested? Because that's that, that's that language where you're like, I said the right things, I did the right things, and yet, I'm still other. Yeah, man. Um, It's a rough thing. I've been listening to a lot of James Baldwin because
0: I'm trying to be militant but peaceful. You know, I'm trying to be reasonable about it. And he has brought up four things that are directly connected to what you just said. And it is that when you are born under the oppressor, you have to understand your oppressor. But he does not have to understand you. Right? So we have to... In order to survive, like you said, that's why my mom was like, you have to talk like this. What do they all say? You have to be two times better, which is fucked up, in order to be just the same. Right. It's changing your mind to think that what you are is not good. Because you're going, my survival mechanisms are to placate this, right? So this has to be good. This has to be the better thing. I remember one time in high school, I told my sister, I only like women who are, darker than, who are lighter than this. Do you, how do you think I have that fucking thing when I have two older sisters and a black mother? Because yeah. I have been told this, even though I'm, I have all this black stuff around me. I have black friends, black cousins, da-da-da-da. I'm still being told that in order for me to be successful, I have to be like this. So you have not only eroded my sense of self-worth, in doing so, you have made me do your job for you. Yeah. And it's so fucking ridiculous, and it took me until at college to realize this, of you will never be enough in terms of you won't be equal as long as we operate in the system that we're operating in currently. You can be the only black face in the room for years, but like was in the end of the OJ movie you fuck up, nigga, you all by yourself. Granted, OJ murdered two white people, but yeah, still, like, still, right over still, still, <laughs> it's the principle. We still ride it though, that's the point. We still ride it. <laughs> the underlying principle of it. That, too, like, he also said, a black writer is a dancing dog. It's a sideshow attraction. Hmm. It's like, uh, that's how you will inevitably feel of like, yeah, cool, you're the one that works for us. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So I would say, uh, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna, first of all, if you're in this chat and you have a question, send it our way. All of that just came from the question: How do you feel about white people speaking <laughs> down on our friends? <laughs> that's how much shit we have pent up. You don't get it. <laughs> that was one question. <laughs> uh, that's tip, the iceberg. As as uh, as I look here, a question that's similar to this. But obviously much different. And it, it, it's, if your white friends aren't showing support, what does that mean to you? This is a kid who sent this. is a He's a black student at LSU right now. I think he's here. Um, Damn fam, you at LSU. That's rough. He's at LSU, man. He grew up in a place called Opelousas, Ooh. Louisiana, which... Everything I like, I just remember when Pokemon Go came out, he had no Pokemon near him. He was like, Man, I gotta drive around town. This to game's stupid." Pokemon. I'm like, What do you mean? I have like 18 Squeebles outside my door right now. And, and Squeebles like, oh, are not a Pokemon, sir. A Pokemon. <laughs> 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 i like, A bunch of them at once. <laughs> but, but he asked, Yeah, if your white friends aren't showing support, what does that mean to you? I'll answer this plainly right now that showing support means a lot of things, but for me, Right now, how I feel right now is fuck them. Like, there's there's been years where I've been like, hey, you know what, like, I get it. This is a tough thing for them to talk about, a tough thing to do. Uh, But now, I'm like, man, fuck. I've canceled a few friends this week. Because people who've known me for years, who've been with me in some of these situations, like, have seen how much these things hurt me they've had shit to say they've been quiet as Kanye and for me personally oh did we lose the live feed what's happening here it Says it's
0: reconnecting
1: we connect sooner bitch yeah it's on the right internet um no don't end it there we go okay we're back uh uh yeah we we I've canceled a few people because they have known me so well and for so long and still have had nothing to say. And I guess, yeah, inaction is the same as action to me at this point. You can't just pretend. I'll tell you what, and you alluded to this earlier. I think a lot of white people think it's really cool to have a black friend. They think it's like the dopest shit. It's like like an instantly legitimizing thing. It's like, Hey, like uh, you think I'm like these other white people, but I've got I've got Rod Benson with me. <laughs> and I don't mean that in like a like a like a self-indulgent way. I mean it like literally that's how some people feel. And I'm like, you're not getting any of this cachet unless you fucking do something to help me. I do shit to help them all the time. Like, what the fuck? Every single issue that's ever happened, I have co-opted it, I've written a lot, i wrote a l- Five thousand words on homosexuality in sports. When Me Too happened, I I wrote a very introspective piece, like examining like my own faults within the system. I've written about how like hey like ease up on white dudes sometimes, you know like fuck. Now I'm like you know what fuck all that. If you're gonna (laughs) you can't be my friend. You can't because friend inherently means we're here for each other. If you're not here for me.
0: Yeah, that's real cut and dry and simple. I I don't understand how you can't see it. All these excuses of all this other shit is so absurd to me. Like, oh, uh, I don't think... I don't care that things are being broken. I don't give a fuck. I do not give a single fuck. I hope you burn the whole bitch down. I'm not going to be doing it because I'm germophobic, And you could die because everybody seemed to forgot about Corona. But guess what? Do I care that niggas are burning shit down? No. Where do we learn it from? You take things upon the feet. What did I say at the fucking beginning? You have to know how he operates, but he does not have to know how you operate. So does everybody seem to forget about... The fucking Revolutionary War with the Boston Tea Party where they like fucked up all that shit. War, Like literally any war. Or ever. <laughs> when France ran up in fucking Marietta and some shit and cut that bitch's head off. Or in Germany where they fucking... All this shit happens all the fucking time. But when we are like, yo, I am tired. I am so tired of you all just going with the flow of us being not treated as fucking people. It's received with some type of confusion yeah the fuck are we talking about
1: well i think i've spoken on this a bit but i think that a a big problem at least for me and my time has been that um issues are always lumped together so like a politician will run and say like i'm pro gay marriage i'm pro you know women's rights i'm pro black or whatever that really means and I think that that does two things. One, it minimizes what being black is, like what that issue even means. And B, I think it's, sir, and this is like speaking to my liberal white women friends, <laughs> this serves as like cover for people to say like, yeah, I voted for so-and-so, I agree with all the issues. But the question is, where do you put your energy? Uh, I had a chat with a friend of mine the other day and this is one of my best friends and I love him. Like he's there for me, like for real, for real. But he's like, man, like, okay, like you said about conflating issues, but how do you do that? Like I still have to vote for Joe Biden or whatever. And I'm like, I told him, I, straight up, I said, you have been a beacon of animal rights ever since I've known you. He went vegan before it was cool, like, 15 years ago you post about it you talk about it you donate money to all these animal rights things and you've never thought that any of that energy could be spent on black issues on issues of police brutality of of different policy making and I think that opened his eyes up a bit because I think I think that he thought like man like what can I do like I'm unprepared for this Y'all are all prepared. You, every single person cares about an issue, especially, again, people that I would consider to be progressive. You all care about issues. And you've just given all your energy to those other issues. And that's where it feels conflating when they're all in the same group. Because if you're like, animal rights, and someone else is like, yeah, like gay marriage, and these are all good and perfectly like healthy like things that need improvement, but at the, at the same time, I've been saying for years, like, hey, like, shit's fucked up to be black. It's kind of like everyone's yelling in a room, and then no one's voice is heard. Except for, here's the kicker. Yeah, yeah, add the <laughs> kicker. The, the, add the fucking kicker. The people whose voice, like... This shit ain't the, new. Le, let, me, let me put it this way. I don't think that there is a single issue, social issue, known to man that white women can't fix. Boy, don't get me started. That, they, don't get me they fucking to, started. If they wanted to... I mean, it, it's it's a bit maybe insensitive to say, but I think that they're the social arbiters of America, of the Western world, really, and when they put their mind to it, shit is fixed. Part of the reason we're having discussions is because a bunch of liberal white women decided to ask me for the first time, like, hey, what's, what's going on with you, really? And I think that's great. Stay there. Keep that energy. We actually can't do it without you. Straight white men, we're going to lose a lot. <laughs> I mean... But if you're gonna if you're gonna be a liberal white woman and post straight white men dot 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 and say like some issue about them separating yourself from them, you're inherently putting yourself in the category with me. Which is not the case. Which is not the case. (laughs) Which is not the case.
0: Since Susan B. Anthony and fucking Elizabeth (laughs) Candy fucking Stanton, it has not been the same okay Oof. it's uh, two separate yeah, fucking animals one a is not different from one okay especially when one and one a then have five is where i come into the fucking situation do you know why people care about trans rights it's not because all the niggas that died it's because white men are fucking trans do you know why people get shit done for vegans because white women fucking love vegans you want not know why this country was made for white people we wore tools in order to make you do something. And now that we're all supposed to be progressive in a new world and we're all supposed to be moving towards our our improvement, when we go, yo, it'd be cool if y'all didn't just still shoot us down in the street, like, you know, back when we were property and y'all go, but he was a criminal. It's not all the time. It's not that big of a deal. What the fuck do you mean? I was 12 years old. Granted, I was shotlifting, but I was 12 years old. And I was, it was a fucking blow pop. And these niggas handcuffed me and threw me on the fucking ground. And they said I was a grown ass man. Because I was 12 years old, bro. Are you kidding me? I have countless stories like this. Every nigga I know has countless stories of this shit. So don't fucking tell me. You don't know what to do, but you can figure out what to do for every other fucking thing that exists under this fucking moon of shit that you want to complain about. I'm sorry if that's aggressive and I came off too hot, but how the fuck do you think I'm supposed to feel?
1: I think what my friend here, the great minister Louis Farrakhan, was trying to say, (laughs) (laughs) All all that aggression, Jesus Christ. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, I haven't been protesting. I've, I've been holding this in, so I'm a little
1: upset, man. I think that I think that again, that because you have the power, we have to wait for you. And I think that you know, Dave Chappelle got in a lot of trouble a couple of years back, right, for his stand-up. His it was that point. His,
0: let me finish. Let me get there. I'm mad. Sorry, he's mad about But the the, the the
1: the 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 joke was, you know, he told a whole like he was talking about trans and the punchline was niggas in the in the streets got to wear high heels just to get rights. And 99% of the white women I talked about this joke with never got to the punchline. I like, cut it off. It was over. I'm like, well, that's, I can understand your frustration, but this is that that's like kind of a metaphor for everything. It's like, your sensibility that's closer to your heart is first. And then this is always cut off before you get there. The reason Dave Chappelle said that, like that joke, if you cut it off before you reach the punchline, you are the butt of the joke. Cause he's saying in that, a joke that took time to develop given, I'll give you that, that it's, you will get more rights, being trans and being black because trans is a bigger issue to certain people. And that doesn't mean that trans isn't an important issue, but it also doesn't mean that he's wrong.
0: Yeah, correct. He said that in a much more articulate uh, and uh, less aggressive way. Um, I think it's also a... Uh, byproduct of white fragility, which is shown in the Karen Handbook. Um, But also, I was on Facebook, and this dude, there's many of these messages, and I'm so sick of them. White, black, brown, blue, red, straight, gay, has no bearing on the situation. Wrong is wrong. None of this is going to solve the issue at hand besides destroying cities. What is happening is not going to solve racism. Dave, he put that in there, been doing this for years. It's not working. We need a way... and you can't even spell we need a better way to do this together not separate uh we are all the problem incorrect we all need to come up with a solution okay sir <laughs> how
1: looks like you have a you, he has a prepared statement in response to this please sir read your prepared statement
0: <clears throat> as a member of they right um let me kick your ear for a quick second and say, letting people into your home and talking about all this shit you do means fuck all if you then go out and you go, hey, everything they're doing is wrong. They wanna be treated like people, that's insane. They, they gotta stop ruining property because this is America and, and property's important. I'm not important what do you think this anger is coming from, fam? Literally, the police chief of Los Angeles went on television and said, out of 700 people that were arrested last night, 70 were the cause of the riots. But, those rioters are as much to blame as the police for blood on their hands. How the fuck do you have the blinders on to believe that nonsense?
1: Well, let me, let me jump in there real quick, because I think on the issue of rioting and looting and all that, I mean, I if the Gelson's next to my house was being looted, would I go in there? 100% no. I think there's two things to know, though. One, the system only works when everyone buys in. And when I say the system, I mean the civil society in which we live, okay? So as soon as that civil society fails to work for a group, everything you think is normal about life may not be again for them. And that includes something like looting or rioting or violence. At the end of the day, the only reason we don't have one police officer for every one person watching every move they make is because we buy in. To the idea of what our society should be, our culture should be. Part of that is, hey, I wear a t shirt. I wear clothes. I don't go outside naked. Uh, Part of that is, like, hey, I choose to, um, you know, not just slap every person I see. (laughs) (laughs) Part of that, you know, these are all things that we could do, but we choose not to do in accordance with society. But if society, is actively excluding people, those people will reject it. That's what the first stage of looting and rioting and all that stuff is. The second stage of it is, at least how I see it, what's the reason why I wouldn't go rob the Gelson's? honestly, I don't need to. Partially because I don't really need groceries right now. Y'all, I'm stocked up, I've been ordering off Amazon. Quick other flex. part of that
0: is... Quick flex. <laughs>
1: other, <laughs> hey, I'll be eating, y'all. i be eating. <laughs> the other part of that is that I am economically able to be fine. There's another way in which the system has been fucked, and that is that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. If someone is desperate enough to steal four pairs of vans, if that makes them feel better or their shoes they really need, or they feel like they can make money reselling them, the system is still fucked that people think that way. I've lived in other countries with different civil societies. Yes, each culture has its own version of a civil society. A lot of that comes from the history of that place and the kind of unspoken joint agreements they have. Well, in in Japan, for example, you could leave the store open and unlocked And I'm not saying no one would ever steal, but pretty close. Like, these motherfuckers don't even jaywalk. No one tells them not to. There's no police there. Our country is built on the idea of you see something, you take it. Right? We're not mad at looting when it's manifest destiny. They literally, you know what my fourth grade goddamn history book was called? From sea to shining sea. And it was about how, hey, Wow. The, uh, the 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 Oregon Trail and all these people man they really blazed a path going west yeah for some reason <laughs>
0: <laughs> why they end it. why is there a time limit
1: maybe there is i don't know man i guess there's a time limit on here uh
0: okay Anyway, back to what I was saying. But for some reason, we you just going to ride it out because we're recording. Yeah. yeah. For some reason, though, whenever I try to bring up the points, all of the things you said, they go, oh, I came here trying to cause real change, but I always get a history lesson. What the fuck does that even mean, sir?
1: <laughs> you have to. Oh, I did want to mention that.
0: <laughs> Those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Okay. Right. None. Nothing that is happening is new. These are not new things. Right. Okay. I don't understand how a person could complain about rioting and looting when this country was founded by stealing and
1: murdering. At every stage. This is important. Every stage of American history has been. You see something, you take it. Down to goddamn uh, claim jumpers, right? There's, there'd be plots of land, and all you had to do was just go find it and take it. A lot of that land was recently stolen land, but that's fine. It's, it's what makes our country so much different than Japan, where they don't cross the street. It's built on something completely different, right? So at the end of the day, what happens when that breaks down is people go to what they think is normal here. Just keep taking. So, hey, do I condone it? No. But am I surprised? No. And do I think if someone's that desperate? Vans is insured, man. Fucking take some vans. Take the items I, away I from I support this. vans. Like, fuck it. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs>
0: take the items out of this argument when I say you're going to repeat the past. Yeah, like it was not that. We all do. It's America. <laughs> it was not that long ago that a black man had no rights a white man had to respect. He was not bound by law to give a fuck. That was an argument point being made by someone born in 1920. It is 2020 and it's the same fucking points being made. How does that not frustrating to you? Imagine if, okay, I'm gonna make this real insulting for black people, imagine (laughs) you stepped on a spike, right? And it didn't go all the way through your hand. It just went up in there. So it was constantly touching a nerve. It never didn't do it. And you had to walk around every day with that. Every fucking day. Nonstop. Nonstop. You think you're chipping away at it when you get tweezers and try to pick it away, but it's still there right. every fucking day. Since for what? It's not 400 years anymore. It's got to be more than that. How do you not become the lion without a mouse. You lose your fucking mind. Yeah. (laughs) It's a direct byproduct because everybody goes, but it's so much better. What are you talking about? It's so much better. You have chipped a little piece away from the thing that's stuck in me. You have not removed it.
1: Yeah. I do encourage uh, a great resource to like really learn everything you need to know about America and Western society, the people's history of the United States. It's a thick-ass book. It's like, but if you read the Bible, then, you know, fuck you, you can read this. It's it's like bible size. It's a Bible-sized book.
0: <laughs> fuck you with easier language.
1: But it is, it tells the story of America from the real shit perspective.
0: Empire of the Sun, Native uh, American and, perspective.
1: But I, I think that this is important to know, not just for knowing history, but that this also is not the first time. If someone says to you like, hey, but I, I, I'm kind of with it, but the violent stuff, hey, the, the looting stuff is kind of, and that person has weekends off, ask them fucking how they got weekends off. Do you, think, do you think that America just was like, hey, you know what, guys? We think we'd be more efficient if we gave people the weekends off. <gasps> no, Motherf- you know how many people children. died? So we have Saturday and Sunday off? Saturday and Sunday was not some given-ass thing, you know what I mean? This is important. That's a small, relevant example. There are dozens of examples of this type of thing getting the right attention and forcing change. Again, I don't have to condone one side of it, but I have to say that shit works. All right, I think we'll... We'll take one more question from this list. And if, again, if someone's watching and has a question, we'll get to that. But I feel like this is an interesting question. One of the more interesting ones that I got. And it's, how can Asians, as, he used the term model minority right after that, but, um, you know, as being labeled that help the cause. And he went on to say, you know, give a lot of backstory about his his own um, personal experience being, um, I think, Indian uh, in America and feeling like, you know, it's bad for him, but not as bad. And you know what what his role is and all that. And
0: I say this with a blanket understanding that everyone has had their problems. I get it. Asians were put in confinement camps. That is terrible. Indian people and Middle Eastern people attacked aggressively for no reason. I get that. Terrible Jewish people. Trust me, I'm well aware that the Holocaust was terrible. But the thing is, all of those groups have had a chance, right, to build a community that directly uplifts people that look like them. Dearborn is the largest place of Middle Eastern people outside of the Middle East. Is that where
1: uh, Omar's from?
0: Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, Indian people often have jobs in finance, medicine, da da da, da, da 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 The way to help is, instead of adhering to a system that also views you as less than, instead of placating that, Why not try to go, okay, we are all trying to move towards one goal, right? Well, let me help the people who, every time they try to do that, this country goes, nah, fuck that. Like, I've I've tried to rationalize this since I learned about it in sixth grade, probably earlier than that, of, and I think it's this, is that, if you own a farm, right, and you have oxen to do all the pulling and like making the little plots for for harvesting and all that shit. And then one day, that oxen was like, hey, dude, um, I really like you whipping me and all this nonsense, and I I prefer to just go do shit on my own. You would go, the fuck out of my face. And I think that's how white people view black people. It's like, you all are not things. You all are not people. Why are you talking to me like you're people? I don't want to hear it. And you shouldn't be going, oh, this is how we have to think, like the people who say, fuck the oxen, when you are another animal in the farm, bro. Yeah. They look at you the same way.
1: Well, I so, think that like, it's, Who are we
0: talking about?
1: I think that's like the, the very on the nose answer. I would say that it's tough because, you know, I went to school. I mean, my school is much more Asian and Hispanic than black, obviously, in high school. They had similar challenges. I think the Mexicans had such a strong community that they didn't necessarily feel the need to, like, buy in like that, at least as kids. Like, now that I play, like, softball, like, the damn whole police force is Mexican. You know what I mean? But I think that Asian kids in high school was such a unique thing. Like, I I remember thinking this back then, but they would, and I, I hate to use blanket statements like this, so this is just my experience and what I saw, but... They would really overcompensate and overassimilate. So like I used to say, as a joke, uh, you know, the whitest white person I ever met was Asian and the, the blackest black person I ever met was Asian. And the Asianest Asian person I met was Asian. Like they, whatever they wanted to do, they, they went full <laughs> at it. But I think a lot of that was social pressure and probably parental pressure. Like when you're here, this is how you're going to live. So it's made them be viewed as a model minority because they have generally bought in in those times. And they end up, because of that, I mean, the the parents weren't necessarily wrong. They end up with good jobs and have, um, you know, strong economic, you know, ties and all that. And America's more classist than it is anything, probably. I mean, at least... I mean, in a, in the uh, in a subvert way, I guess, but at the end of the day, even with all of that pressure, what happens is you start to see people like really like not just overcompensate socially in high school, but as adults. I mean, it's it's hard. Like even Tiger Woods does this, right? Like. Once you get into a certain room, as a minority, you don't want to leave that room. If you know a black astronaut, if you know a black surgeon, if you know a black pro golfer, there's only like four. <laughs> the life that person's had to lead to get to that position has been one of compromise after compromise after compromise after compromise. And sometimes they don't know who they are anymore. Yep. Um, Luckily for me, my compromises stopped when I left high school and left that city, but for other people, it doesn't. So I think as any minority model or not, it's something to keep in mind that you are obviously still the other, but also that look back, look back on your life and think about the compromises you made, which ways you started talking, what things did you start acknowledging? Why does Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods in 97 said a lot of racially charged stuff. And now he kind of echoes what every white dude I know says. And it's because he spent so much time fighting to get to that point. That's why people don't, black people are like, man, Stephen A. Smith doesn't say, he starts every sentence with as a black man and says, says some shit that no black people believe. But he has pressures, man. He's the highest paid person at ESPN. He knows he can't say shit. He, knows he's, he probably knows he's evolved since being there into being this person. He's played the game. For some minorities, money is, that's why I said economics is a, the big driving factor because it's enough to make people lose their bearings and eventually become a version of themselves that they might disagree with. Two,
0: two poignant things to that. One is read Rite of Passage by Richard Wright because it is talking about the exact thing you just said, the compromises we have to make in order to operate in this society. And I've also had people tell me, um, I don't know how to start the conversation because I disagree with a lot of the things I'm seeing because they, they seem very Marxist and socialist. And I think that people um, that tend to be a Republican love to use that term, um, Marxist and socialist, as like a, because uh, it's burning their minds from, uh, Russian propaganda, uh, communists and China, I got that. But um, the general tenets that you're seeing that are Marxist is the idea that Karl Marx thought that we are supposed to be more than just tools in a machine. Everybody hates a pyramid scheme, do they not? Yet you operate within the pyramid scheme, and in order for it to operate, you have to believe in it and help other people get caught up in said thing. That coincidence and parallels is the simple fact that people should be treated like people. You are more than just a thing. And we get lost up in the idea that we need things and if we don't have these things then we are nothing and it's like I have to compromise whatever I need to in order to maintain this ideal that was given upon me to operate in this land of hopes and dreams and you don't Hmm. change the fucking system
1: yeah I think that like and I'll close on this because we actually have to get downtown for another rally um, but I'll say that, that um, you know, rethinking the system, you know, I got a lot of questions about how can you be an effective ally. I think there's plenty of resources out there for that. I don't necessarily need to dig that up. Like it's, But there's a lot out there now for that. Um, but rethinking how you hear these conversations, because once, once this moment's over a lot of these conversations will be had casually and passively again. And I remember when me too happened, you know, I really sat back and I was like, okay, why would I perpetuate this system that I'm hearing about that is bad? Like what, what do I do? What is my thought process when I lead in with that? And I realized a lot of it is that like, and I think this came from media and again, high school where, I basically went to like, the, literally like American Pie. It's that like sex was like a funny like game? Like, hey, it's like, oh, we'll like go and steal your underwear. Like, like almost like part of it is like getting away with something, you know? Which is obviously terrible, but that's how I, I literally grew up with. So anytime like, if a woman did say like, man, it's tough out here for a woman, I'm like, I'm part of the game. <laughs> yeah, you're just you're playing along. Like even if it's even if it's subconscious, I think that when I bring up if I'm out and I bring up something like pre this week, like, man, like being black, I think people are like, ah, <laughs> Eddie Murphy funny, man. Like being black, <laughs> that's funny. Rethink that. Like we're saying real shit. I think that, and this will be my last kind of statement before I'll let you close it up, Chris, that, you know, I had a talk with Kelly last night about, um, a mutual friend of ours, And it was another one of these situations where I was a little like ticked off because he posted something to the, like on Facebook to the effect of like, hey man, like what can I do to help? Like I'm just sitting here on my couch, could really be doing more. I'm like, well, first of all, you could have just Googled something instead of, you could have typed that into Google. But (laughs) besides that, he and I have had many conversations and he has always fired back first with like, Well, I mean, like, okay, like, let's just take for a second that. So when I see him post that post, which is half-hearted at best, I'm like, bro, we've had these conversations. Now, I had an epiphany last night in the way I was raised and in dealing with this guy. Again, he was a friend of mine. It's very, like, part of what gives white men social cachet, at least in their mind, is having, like, a very smart opinion to add to something. It's like, hey, are you dumb or are you smart? you deserve to be in this room or not? Which is why, like, being wrong isn't, nec- is like it's like kind of a sign of weakness or something. So if you say to a white man, like, hey, like, the way you've been doing this is wrong, the first thing they're going to do is take it as, like, no, I'm not. We just don't see eye to eye. Um... And this all ties together because that's obviously not it. You've just, how I made sex like a funny game, you've made being told you're wrong into something that's like a funny game to you or whatever words work for you. When you can also just like, even if it's a casual conversation, those are the times you should listen the most. that's That's when I'm the most relaxed. That's what I'm telling you the realest shit. Instead, first thought is, we had a situation in Seattle. I was locked out of my hotel room. We were all staying in the same hotel room. The the front desk lady wouldn't let me in, wouldn't let me go knock on the door. I was locked out and she like escorted me out. And I won't give all the details, but basically to me it was obvious right away that not that I was in the right, because I guess getting locked out of your hotel room, that's on me. Shouldn't have been drunk, shouldn't have got locked out of my hotel room. I guess. But the other part of me is like, I know exactly how this would be handled if I, was, if I looked differently. Would have been back in that hotel room in minutes. You know how long I was outside that hotel room? With only boxers on, sitting in the lobby of this hotel. Hours.
0: No surprise.
1: And when I told said friend about this, I was like, man, like. It wasn't like this is like some race. This is a fucked up race shit, man. First thing he says is like, well, don't post that shit. Then don't don't be like, well, what can I do for my couch? Get off your couch. <laughs> what fact. do you mean? Big facts. All right, I'll let you close it out, man.
0: Also, to that point, it's it's very similar to this. Um... When when Hillary happened, I a lot of white friends also go. Well, why why do black people feel how they feel about this? And it's, I am not. I am a large black man, so I fundamentally cannot understand what it is like to have the fears of a woman. But as someone who has been seen as as not a person, which is how I assume that a, a rapist or any type of those terrible people must act, is like you are not a reason for me to care about how you feel about this. I can empathize, right? I can understand that. If you are a white dude, you don't have that. So if I tell you some shit about my experience, don't give me your fucking opinion. I don't care. You you don't fucking know. You can't fucking know. So what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what I need you to do is go into your fucking computer and type in... To Google, how can I help my black friends? Go do that. Go do that. Because I've had to learn a lot of shit about y'all. A whole lot. And I'm tired of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. If
1: you've ever looked up how to help your dog, (laughs) then this is possible.
0: And also, also my mom was like, yo, you can't say niggas so much. And I'm like, why? I'm going to say it in front of white people the most. Because you know what? I get called niggas all the time. You gonna to have to feel slightly uncomfortable. That's all I got. Fuck it.
1: The end, bro. <laughs> hey, if you tuned in live, we appreciate it. Really wanna thank Christina. I'm worried the yes. audio might not yes. have come through on the podcast, no, but she hopefully it does. She drops some help. bombs. We're gonna we're gonna aggregate the important information here and put it on uh put it on the uh, IG and I hate to say this, but if you have any more questions, send them my way, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, send them like, Whatever, man. I'm still here. I still like y'all. I still went to American Pie High School, man. Can't leave that all Yo, behind.
0: Yo, I got a lot of white friends, man. I'm just saying. It's irritating, bro. It's irritating. How many times we got to show up for your shit and you can't show up? You, you act like you don't see nothing. What you mean? The first people at any protest look like us. It's facts. Fuck out of here.
1: All right, y'all. We out. <laughs>